0: Translate this site into your preferred language. Look for our Google Translator in our homepage, diningwithjesus.net. Traduce este sitio en tu idioma preferido, busca nuestro traductor de Google en nuestra página de Inicio VA, diningwithjesus.net. Pastor Chris White says to all of you, Hello my friends. May the Lord bless you today. Hola mis amigos. K l el Señor las bendiga. Church discipline is the process of correcting sinful behavior among members of a local church body for the purpose of protecting the church, restoring the sinner to a right walk with God, and renewing fellowship among the church members. In some cases, church discipline can proceed all the way to excommunication, which is the formal removal of an individual from church membership and the informal separation from that individual. Matthew 18 15-20 gives the procedure and authority for a church to practice church discipline. Jesus instructs us that one individual, usually the offended party, is to go to the offending individual privately. If the offender refuses to acknowledge his sin and repent, then two or three others go to confirm the details of the situation. If there is still no repentance, the offender remains firmly attached to his sin, despite two chances to repent, the matter is taken before the church. The offender then has a third chance to repent and forsake his sinful behavior. If at any point in the process of church discipline, the sinner heeds the call to repent, then you have gained your brother, Verse 15. ESV. However, if the discipline continues all the way through the third step without a positive response from the offender, then, Jesus said, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector, verse 17, ESV. The process of church discipline is never pleasant just as a father never delights in having to discipline his children. Sometimes, though, church discipline is necessary. The purpose of church discipline is not to be mean-spirited or to display a holier-than-thou attitude. Rather, The goal of church discipline is the restoration of the individual to full fellowship with both God and other believers. The discipline is to start privately and gradually become more public. It is to be done in love toward the individual, in obedience to God, and in godly fear for the sake of others in the church. The Bible's instructions concerning church discipline imply the necessity of church membership. The church and its pastor are responsible for the spiritual well-being of a certain group of people, members of the local church, not of everyone in the city. In the context of church discipline, Paul asks, What business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? 1 Corinthians five twelve. The candidate for church discipline has to be inside the church and accountable to the church. He professes faith in Christ yet continues in undeniable sin. The Bible gives an example of church discipline in a local church, the Church of Corinth, 1 Corinthians 5-1-13. In this case, the discipline led to excommunication. And the apostle Paul gives some reasons for the discipline. One is that sin is like yeast. If allowed to exist, it spreads to those nearby in the same way that a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. 1 Corinthians 5:6-7. Also, Paul explains that Jesus saved us so that we might be set apart from sin, that we might be unleavened or free from that which causes spiritual decay. 1 Corinthians 5, 7 8 Christ's desire for his bride, the church, is that she might be pure and undefiled. Ephesians 5:25-27. The testimony of Christ Jesus, and his church, before unbelievers is important, too. When David sinned with Bathsheba, one of the consequences of his sin was that the name of the one true God was blasphemed by God's enemies, 2 Samuel 12:14. Hopefully, any disciplinary action a church takes against a member is successful in bringing about godly sorrow and true repentance. When repentance occurs, the individual can be restored to fellowship. The man involved in the 1 Corinthians 5 passage repented, and Paul later encouraged the church to restore him to full fellowship with the church, 2 Corinthians 2 5-8. Unfortunately, disciplinary action, even when done correctly and in love, is not always successful in bringing about restoration. Even when church discipline fails to bring about repentance, it is still needed to accomplish other good purposes such as maintaining a good testimony in the world. We have all likely witnessed the behavior of a youngster who is always allowed to do as he pleases with no consistent discipline. It is not a pretty sight nor is the overly permissive parent loving, for a lack of guidance dooms the child to a dismal future. Undisciplined, out-of-control behavior will keep the child from forming meaningful relationships and performing well in any kind of setting. Similarly, discipline in the church, while never enjoyable or easy, is necessary at times. In fact, it is loving. And it is commanded by God. Thank you to GotQuestions copyright copyright 2002-2019 Got questions Ministries. All rights reserved. <coughs>